What is good, everyone? This is your host, Deanna Radulescu with Label Free Podcast. To live your best life, you must live label free. I'm super excited. Got a very cool guest joining us all the way from Fort Myers, Florida. You know, I love Florida. I've been there three times this year. He has got quite the background. So sit back, relax, and stay tuned. He has been a teenage father, a construction worker, a personal trainer, a male model, a life coach, and a business owner. Please welcome Derek Newborn. Derek, Hey, Thank how's it going? Us. <laughs> thanks for thanks for having me. I've been excited for quite some time to be on here. Thanks for having me. Oh, I'm excited too. So, you know, I didn't really say the other other parts in your bio. <laughs> so I, I'm actually gonna say those really quick because the honesty and the vulnerability is actually very refreshing. So in Thank your bio on your website, it also says you've been a liar, a cheater, a backstabber, and a narcissist. That's and correct. So those are some real heavy hitting um, words to place on yourself. Yeah. Uh, so I'm going to let you start telling us on, on this journey, like what turned you around to where you are today? Um, well, accumulating all those labels over time really started um, early in childhood that conditioned my thinking to um, essentially never be in a position where I was abandoned by those closest to me. So those events of me feeling abandoned kept showing up through my childhood, through my young adulthood until my mid twenties, where I subconsciously said enough is enough. I'm going to look out for number one, whatever that looks, looks like. And then as I adapted that kind of mindset, and pathway i also became very successful in the fitness world with my um training business and then became a full-time fitness model and so those kind of just put me in overdrive of selfish narcissistic um behavior and the longer i was on that path the more self-destructive i became with my own actions and also just the magnitude of trauma and hurt that I started causing to the people I loved um, the most. And as I stayed on that path, my mental health started to decline. So on the outside, the more successful I became, the better my body looked, the worse and worse I started feeling inside and the less and less of like an actual man I was, I was becoming. And there's like this internal struggle because I hated what I was doing and I knew it wasn't in line with who I was born to be. Yeah. But I couldn't, I couldn't change it because I was so obsessed with not being abandoned. So my obsession with not being abandoned ever again, essentially led me to self-destruct and essentially have everyone <laughs> really give everyone no choice, but to walk away from my life because I was so self-destructive and, and selfish and narcissistic. So that led to um, multiple suicide attempts. And then that led to essentially once I'm there at rock bottom, there's really no one else to point the finger to except myself. So then I had to take number one, take ownership of where I was and then take ownership of who I become and then kind of start re reverse engineering to the man that I wanted to be and was desired to be. And that's how the newbornblueprint.com came about. I love it. I mean, I feel like, you know, we've all got our stories and that's a very powerful story that to actually, because I think a lot of men that are, and even women, I should say, that are in that 
that cycle, right? Mm-hmm. They have a very hard time breaking out of it. You yes. know, comes becomes very addicting. And, you know, you do deteriorate from the inside. And I think a lot of people that are stuck in that, that way of living don't realize that, you know, and, and I think they get so used to it and that that it's scary to break away and actually face the truth of the kind of person that you've become. Yeah. Well, it's definitely, I'm not going to lie. It's definitely uh, can be a very lonely journey on that three self discovery. Um, And it can be, you know, hurtful because you have to accept your responsibility and why those people aren't in your life anymore. Um, so yeah, I mean, it would be much easier. And I think, I don't know what word I'm looking for, but definitely much easier to just move on to the next victims, like just replace yeah. somebody else that I can use and find somebody else that thinks I look cool or whatever, and just keep repeating that cycle. But it was literally killing me spiritually that, you know, the suicide attempts, I was trying to kill that version of me and I didn't know how, how else, how to get rid of it. And, wow. That's that. powerful. So, yeah. Wow. So, uh, I like on the, on your website it says the rebirth of the modern man. What does that mean to you? Um, it just means I feel like in today's society, you know, men can really have anything at their fingertips at any time whether it's female attention, whether it's money, whatever it may be. And so the more you have availability to that, the less less in tune you are with your alignment of self. So, you know, it might take more work to be a great partner when you can just, you know, DM somebody on social media and get reassurance that you're attractive or whatever it means. So the whole point is to try to, redesign a pathway for men that are struggling, right? Because a lot of men are struggling, but they don't know where to turn. So maybe men are in marriage that have made some mistakes, but they don't know how to fix their behavior or, you know, men that have seriously uh, hurt their family members based off any kind of addiction. And they don't know how to change it because there's a lot of shame and guilt attached to it. So where there's really nowhere for them to go without being judged by somebody, right. Without being judged by their partner or maybe their parents or stuff. Um, so that's why the website's kind of just a guy, you know, he can get on there on his own time and browse through some of the blogs and start applying them or they can message me directly and just have honest conversations. Cause again, they're not going to tell me anything that's going to make me immediately judge them or tell them I can't help them yeah i so i've actually there's i I, there's some people i'm thinking of people i want to introduce you to actually that can that they'll you'll be a guest on their show to share your story and share what you do um and then i have just someone that that does something a little bit different than you i think there could be some good synergy there you to connect and uh see where that goes but um yeah, I think that in today's society, it's very toxic, especially with social media, and it allows people to kind of stay in a narcissistic mindset where if they have all these options on social media, you know, the the one person that loves them, it truly loves them at home, that, you know, they can shit all over them because they think they've got all these options and, you know, just essentially continue to be a narcissist and just be a cheater and a liar and all that stuff, um, you know, and and I, I, I think social media is great from a business perspective, but yeah. um how it's really developing people in today's world is really, is very toxic, you know? Yeah. It took me, um, 
you know, after, after my downfall and stuff, um, and losing really who I was, like I, there's still a massive part of me that despises social media just because I know how I used it in the past to my advantage. So like, I'm still, and obviously it's a huge part of what we do business wise. Right. Yeah. So, like from a personal level, it's still like stings a little bit that I have to use it business wise, but I'm learning every day how powerful and like doing these podcasts and just spreading the word and being transparent is really helping with my interpretation of social media because it can be used for such great things. It can. I think that when someone uses it for bad to constantly get that attention, that is really a telltale sign that someone is incredibly insecure because they need that constant validation. And, you know, I mean, women are, you see women posting these crazy, you look at me, you know, like their ass cheeks are hanging out, you know, and I I, I respect a beautiful body. I really do. Cause I know what it takes to, to mold that and create that and the sacrifice and the commitment to Mm -hmm. get to that level. Cause I'm, I'm a bodybuilder, former bodybuilders and figures. So, you know, there is no shame in showing that hard work off, but showing it off and actually feeding into that, that need for acceptance and attention is a completely right. different thing. Right. Okay. And see, I personally don't like anybody dropping in my DMS like, Oh, Hey baby, like, uh, uh-uh, yeah. I'm taking, I don't need you. I don't need your yeah. attention. Like I'm good. hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah. So, so like, I think that that's like someone that's constantly needing that validation. They've got other things going on inside that is creating that. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what like during, uh, my years as a model, like it was just nothing but you know shirtless pictures. Sure, like, but that's for, what for years, right? Yeah, and um, you know, like, and if my girlfriend did something that I didn't like, then I could just go to Instagram and see people tell me how great I am, and boom, I got my validation. F F her feelings, you know what I mean? And that's yeah. that's part of the toxicity that you were you're talking about. Hey, Dad, how you been? What's going on? Well, uh, not too much. We're in cleaning time. Well, did you weed whack? Did you get the carpets clean? I know, I know Mom's all about that, so I, I <laughs> want to make sure we're ready to go. Well, yeah. Uh, I got the gutters clean. That's about it. That's it? Well, so when far. I said weed whack and all that in the carpet, I kind of meant like the Manscaped 4.0. It's a little more personal. I understand. Yeah, it works oh, awesome. I, have you tried this? I have tried it, and it works wonders. It really does. Yeah. Okay. This is pretty cool. And uh, see, it comes with uh, with an LED light. And I, I understand it's waterproof. It is waterproof. It works well. I tried it. You know, I mean, uh, it's a good product. It's a great product. I've tried other ones, and they're just so noisy, and and it's they don't uh, they don't cut very well. Wow. That's really good, Mike. Where do we get this? Well, you know, you can get it at Manscape.com. Uh, and while you're at Manscape.com. You know that we got a code, so we get cheaper. Really? Yeah. What, what kind of a discount can we get? We can get it at Label Free 20, and it gives you 20% off the product, and it gives us free shipping. And uh, you know, I've tried some of the other products there because they got these all new premier products, um, like this here. It's for your. It's a deodorant. Now, is it for underarm or other places? Or made it? You know, I tried, but it's for the underarm. Okay. That's 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 where it's at. And you can also get it at the. Uh, Manscaped.com. Same code. We're using the code again. Label free twenty. Label free twenty. Free shipping. Free shipping. How can you go wrong with that, right? Wonderful. So, how are your relationships these days? My relationships, my personal relationship with myself is um, great. There's, you know, 
females from my past that are still dealing with the trauma that I cause, you know what I mean? And I can live in my atmosphere and my alignment, but that doesn't mean they have to believe it, right? Nobody has to believe anything, you know what I mean? I can post about my narcissistic behavior from the past and stuff, but that's not, that doesn't automatically give people the right to just agree with me. They don't have to agree with me. You know what I mean? So there's still a lot of trauma that people I love very dearly are still dealing with. You know, and all I can do is be as honest um, with my life and the rest is kind of up to them how they choose to see me or portray me to, and however I fit in their world is essentially up to them. You know what I mean? Um, but I do, I have shaken the abandonment trauma. So whereas before I always needed somebody, mainly a female to sleep with or pay attention to me. And now like for the past couple of years, I travel alone. I go to concerts alone. I'm very comfortable with myself and my dog. And that's, that was a huge step for me to, to know that I'm safe with myself. Yeah, that it. Well, see, I I went through something. I I was always okay being alone, but I had to find out how to be alone, where I would be healthy. Like I'd have a yeah. healthy relationship, you know, because yeah. I could be alone before, but I would always attract the wrong kind of guys and and narcissists, you know, mm-hmm. the bodybuilders, you know, and all that stuff. And so after my late husband passed away, it was a very that was a, a very intense growing process in getting to yes. a where. I was okay being by myself, sitting in my living room in silence and just enjoying the peace, you know, yeah, yeah. very meditative, very healing, you know, and just yeah. finding joy and gr- gratitude in, in that space was, it took a long time, you know, I think we have to go through certain things to get us to that point, you know, yeah, I, mean, I, wasn't yeah. a, I wasn't a crazy, like, I wasn't crazy anything, but I was always attracting the wrong kind of guys. And so I'm like, I can't keep sure. going through the same process. And so I, you know, it always starts with you, but I have a question. Um, yeah. Where did the abandonment issues come from? Um, it really started and originated when I was about seven or eight and my father had to go away to jail. Oh, okay. And so that led obviously my mom to become a single mother and, you know, work a lot of hours to keep our head above water. And that meant, you know, a lot of times I had to be dropped off at the school gates way before the sun came up and wait for the janitor, you know, and she was doing the best she could. Um, But that cycle of a single mom trying to juggle everything puts me on a path of, you know, sometimes going to stay with my aunt and uncle, sometimes whatever. And, you know, us coming home to, she was obviously trying to, um, live again and guys she was dating that we would come home and all our stuff would be taken out of our house like microwave everything hang out on the like there was just just this repeating um events and then i had a child uh, my son when i was a junior in high school and you know i i was doing everything a father should but yet you're a child i was being called like a deadbeat and all this stuff even though I, i was walking around with pictures of my son on my folder and so that led to like people will just you know they'll kick you to the curb all the way up to being married in my early 20s me and my son coming home and my ex-wife had taken everything out of our house which was like that was like the final straw where i was like you know and it's just 
it's my responsibility that I should have been dealing with those things, acknowledging, but I did the best I could with the tools I had at the time. Yeah, so, for sure. So let's yeah. talk about the tools that you've created. So it says you create a set of plans specifically designed to help men live every aspect of their life at the highest level while being able to avoid the costly pitfalls of the modern male society. So what does those plans or those blueprints for success look like when you work with someone? Yeah, essentially there's um, three phases. So the first phase is the awakening where we get very transparent on what the downfalls are and then figure out where the downfalls are rooted. Yeah. Right. Usually like me, they're way before, way before I ever meet with them, they have them. Um, and then we have the awakening phase. So then now that we know exactly what they're rooted in, we can attack those problems directly and then start unpacking like all the other events in your life were created based off this. So once we awaken to everything yeah. that, that is in your world, then we can go on to the next phase, which is the detachment phase. So much like I did start detaching yourself from the person you were, from the life you were, from the decisions you made. And that that's a big step because you have to really own own your shit and be transparent. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. um, so it's, it's, we go through those three phases. And once they get through the detachment phase, it's literally like a, like a rebirth. Like your options are endless. You know what I mean? Whether you came through the other side with not having a partner by your side, yeah. not having the job you used to have to, not having the friends you used to have to. Either way, it's a, a rebirth and really gives you a clean slate without any any um, roots attached to you from your, from your past. Yeah, that's an intense process. So I look at it like kind of going into a cocoon and be turning into a butterfly, you know? Yeah. And mm -hmm. I feel like it, there has been certain points in my life where I've had to do that. You know, you know, I think that we're we should always be aiming to continually continuing to grow and become a better version of ourselves. Yeah. And there are, sometimes that process can be a little bit harder than others. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a lot of times, a lot of times. <laughs> For sure. But it's all it's good. It's all about the journey, not the destination, because sometimes we get learn our biggest lessons and we have incredible growth during those very hard times. So so I, I try, I mean, I don't have as, you know, I think we're all, you know, we, we're not going to ever stop going through stuff, but yeah. embrace it. That's what I like yeah. to say. Where can, so it's a, it's a three-step process. So mm -hmm. what does the coaching look like? So if somebody, there's a, a guy listening and one of my um, male audience members is listening mm -hmm. and is interested in working with you, what does that process look like to start working with you? Process looks like, um, obviously we get on the call and just have a very, realistic bro chat about what's going on right i mean i i'm equally as transparent in the conversation i obviously don't have anything to hide so number one you gotta show up to the call honest right because then i can truly assess because i'm not, obviously it's very personalized coaching so it doesn't mean uh, we're a good fit for for everybody and not, good, not everybody's a good fit for the program so you got to be essentially really um at rock bottom when it comes to get, getting help yeah um, and then once we have that call, I kind of, I try to phase it out in 12 week blocks each phase. But as you know, some phases, um, people take a lot longer than, so it all depends. But if the three phases are ideally every, every 12 weeks, we should be able to graduate. And if we don't, it's not a big deal. Um, but essentially 
three three phase twelve week program. I love it. Of one on one personalized coaching. Who, who would be your ideal client? Um, the ideal client is a very successful man on the outside that has a great um, financial situation, probably maybe even married for a while, but again, inside is just being torn apart with his, his decisions and his, and his shame and his, and his guilt and knows unless he wants to be in the rock bottom position um, with suicide attempts, something's got to change. Yeah. Where can people find you, connect with you and support you? Um, so I, the newborn blueprint has tons of information and resources on it. Um, but I keep my social media super personal. So on Instagram, um, at D newborn, you can just send me a DM and we can have a conversation, um, there or on Facebook, Derek newborn, any of those. Um, but I always encourage just message me on social media, keep it super natural and organic. Awesome. You guys, I'm going to put all those links in the show notes. So if you resonated with Derek, what, what Derek shared today, and you're interested in learning a little bit more on how he could perhaps help you or maybe someone that you know, don't hesitate to go click one of those links and send him a message and even go read some of the blogs to get started. That's a great way to warm up to what he has to offer. So um, yeah, don't hesitate to do that. So Derek, before we start saying goodbye and wrapping things up, I always like to ask for any last words of wisdom or advice. So what would you like to leave with the audience today? Um, I advise anybody that's listening to this podcast to reach out and speak up as generic as that saying is, it's so true. I wish I would have spoke up years, years, years ago. Um, and now, even though it's still hard to do, I feel like you have more options than ever to, um, seek help and at least get some acknowledgement from a third party that you are struggling in any way, shape or form. So always speak up. Yeah, I, I like this simple, but sweet and to the point. So that was great. Well, Derek, please, uh, thank you so much for being a guest today. Keep us posted on if you have any new like uh, projects coming out, any workshops we'll or anything do. like that we'll so do. we can update the audience. So really appreciate and respect you sharing your story and being as open about some of the things that you went through because it very, it very much helps and it lets people know that they're not alone if they're going through the same thing. I appreciate you having me. Thank you so much. I really um, enjoyed it for sure. You're welcome. You guys, this is your host, Deanna Radalescu with Label Free Podcast. To live your best life, you must live label free. Please don't forget to subscribe, follow, rate, review, comment, share, all those good things. And I'll be back soon with more dynamic guests.